What's going on, friends, and welcome to another episode of Best Friends Talk Funny, the only kind of funny community podcast all about the best friends that make up said community. I'm your host, Kyle Stevenson, a.k.a. Ninja 73 and today is a special one, folks. And the reason why this one is special, just like all the other ones, is because I have a best friend on. But other than that, it is our very first episode of 2020. I apologize for the few weeks of wait for a new one to come on. Um, had some recordings that just could not happen and uh, just kept pushing it back. And um, I'm sorry about that, but you know what What does matter? What matters is I have an amazing best friend, Asa Gray, here for you to get to know a bit better. Asa is a best friend um, who makes uh, podcasting. And he talks, makes podcasting, man. Uh, you can send all your OK Boomer tweets to me because that was a very old person thing to say of me. Um, Asa is a content creator who uh, does several podcasts, and one of the one he, one of the ones he does is all about wrestling. And you know, I love me the wrestling. I love me that pro wrestling. Um, and he talks to us about his journey from. Uh, being a, a podcaster about wrestling to having that transition into him being part of a commentary team, doing backstage interviews for an indie wrestling promotion from where he is from. Uh, we talk about him going to, to school. We talk about him working at Red Lobster. Uh, we talk about what we, what we wanted to be when we grew up and what we still want to be when we grow up because that never changes. Uh, but this is an exciting one. I had a great time sitting down with him. And enough of me blabbering about. It's 2020 and you still get the whole blabbering and, and me going on and on and on. That's not going to change. But you know what will change? Nothing. I don't know. I was trying to think of a transition there. Enough with my bad transitions. Let's get to know a best friend a bit better. Kind of funny is best friends. What that means is we are there for each other. What that means is that you can go to any kind of funny live event. You can go to an RTX. You can go to a PAX. And if you see someone in one of our shirts, you can go up and talk to them. You can go to dinner with them. Kind of funny is this. Best friends talk funny. Oh, the first episode of 2020. How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm I'm ecstatic to finally get back doing the show. Um, you messaged me on Twitter a long time ago, actually, like way too long. It took <laughs> me a while to get back to you, um, saying that you wanted to get more involved in the community and want to come on. I was like, absolutely, I'd love that. Um, so where? Let's get started with the basics. Uh, where are you from? Where are you at in United States? Another cu country? Where are you at? Yeah, United States. I am in a uh, relatively small city called Cape Girardeau, Missouri. It is okay. roughly the halfway point between St. Louis and Memphis. All right. Uh, college town, pretty uneventful, pretty basic. Uh huh. Uh, what is the What is the college there? Uh, Southeast Missouri State University. Okay. What's the um, What's their mascot? Red Hawks. Red Hawks. There's no reason okay. you would have heard of them. No, I can guarantee no, that. That's, I, I thought maybe if you said the mascot name, it would kind of like ring a bell. 
Yeah, um, we, we got Rowdy the Red Hawk. Rowdy the Red... That's a good nickname. It's solid. It's solid. So they, <laughs> they actually used to be the Indians. And then, like, I think it was... I was still in grade school. Uh, they changed it because of, you know... Yeah. Probably shouldn't have that as a mascot name a- anymore. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so they... <laughs> Hint hit Cleveland. Hint right. hit Washington. <laughs> they, uh... <laughs> Uh, they switched it to the Red Hawk, which even as a kid, I was like, what's a Red Hawk? I don't mm-hmm. even know what that is. Those are That's a better name than my, what my high school and college uh, had. High school, we were the Blue Waves, which is boring. Um, and then college, we were the Lakers because we were on the lake, uh, Lake Oswego, upstate New York. So it's kind okay. of boring. Very water themed, <laughs> <laughs> which I did not anticipate. Um, Red Hawks are cool, though. It's kind of fierce. <laughs> yeah, I mean, is is Rowdy a good mascot? At least I couldn't tell you. Oh, I, okay. I I literally have not been to a single one of the sporting events, other than right. um, I, I was dating one of the uh, a girl who was on the gymnastics team. So I went to a few of the gymnastics meets, but I haven't yeah. been to like football or soccer or not soccer, okay. uh, basketball, any of those games at all. And you mentioned that um, when you were younger, there were the Indians. So I assume mm-hmm. you've been in that area all your life. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was born okay. in Oregon originally, and then we moved out here when I was like 16 months old because uh, we had more family out this way. Mm-hmm. And then I do have family on the East Coast. I lived outside of D.C. in McLean, Virginia for about a year okay. uh, with some family out there. So that, But th- those two places are pretty much the only places I've lived, lived. And what's life like in uh, southeast eastern Missouri? I mean, it's mostly quiet. There's there's yeah. not a whole lot of stuff to do. We have like an event center, so sometimes like WWE will come through to do like house shows, sure. but we're never going to get like a RAW or a pay per view or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's pretty it's pretty basic. You know, we we entertain yeah. ourselves with friends, but it's mostly like there's the downtown area, which for the college is you know that's where all the bars are yeah. that everybody will go to, but. You know, we got, we got the, we also are kind of like a central hub for a lot of the smaller uh, communities around or like some of the smaller cities. So Mm. like we are the ones that have the movie theater or the mall, things like that. I think population size is like 42,000, something like that. So it's not like a tiny town, but it's not big city for sure. It can hold its own. Yeah. It can hold it. If the towns went to fight, like you would. Oh yeah, we would. Yeah, we would, we would crush it. (laughs) Um... And as a college town, is it does it get like crazy with the it's like the college kids crazy for the it, Red Hawks? It it can. Um yeah. so this is like the first year this year and maybe I think maybe one or two years ago that the football team has really been any good. Oh okay. it's always been we've always been kind of like a like Mizzou, uh in Columbia. Uh-huh. They will I when I was there, because I graduated from CMO, uh what so they like brought in they weren't even, I don't even think they were in the same conference, but they like mm-hmm. brought in our football team to just destroy us for their homecoming yeah. or something like that. So it was like, that's a, that's a tactic. I think most big colleges use. Yeah. So we went yeah. to, they paid us some ridiculous amount of money. They or they paid the school to do it. So we were like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I went and wore my Mizzou shirt and cause I had friends that uh, went out there as well, which were yeah. about three hours away. Mm-hmm. So what was college life in uh, Mizzou for you? Uh, so, well, cause I went to SEMO, but like I would yeah. go out to Mizzou to visit friends and stuff, sure. but it was mostly, it was mostly working a lot. Cause, uh, I worked at Red Lobster for 12 years before, okay. before I finally got my big boy job, <laughs> but it was a lot of work. And then it was just a lot of hanging out at people's houses and going downtown 
yeah, yeah. Uh, hearing Greg talk about Mizzou, does that like, does that give you like a sense of pride? A little bit, because like I like yeah. I said, I never like I didn't go there, but I went to sure. visit. So like yeah, I had yeah, been, yeah. I hear him talk about like Shakespeare's Pizza and mm-hmm. things like that, and it's like, oh yeah, I've been there because when I went and visited, my friends would take me there. Mm-hmm. So it was a, uh, it's it, it's kind of cool to have him, uh, you know, talk about it, and so we when they did the world tour and they did the kansas city stop mm-hmm. as soon as they announced that i was like that's only six hours away i have to go like there's no way i'm missing that yeah and then they did it as part of that planet comic con which ended up being excuse me really really cool yeah and I actually ran into him in between panels mm-hmm. and i talked to him for just like a split second i was like there's no reason you would have ever heard of cape gerardo but you know i'm not far from mizzou and he was like no i actually have friends who like i know someone from there like i've heard that name before it's like, that's awesome. Neat. Yeah, very <laughs> neat. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned uh, Red Lobster. You yes. were there for 12 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you want to say anything or, or or can, but what are some horror stories of working at Red Lobster? I that, always like to ask people. Like, oh, you're going to have to bring me back on for like a whole dedicated episode. <laughs> uh, there, It's just, and it's not even that it was like at Red Lobster. It's just like this area, the whole tipping culture and like what you're supposed to tip. It's just, mm. it's not caught up yet. Okay. Because uh, when I lived in Virginia, I worked at a steakhouse, uh, like, that was pretty nice. And I loved working there. Because even though mm. I was tipping out, like, 9% of my sales, I'm still leaving with, like, 20-something percent. It was great. Whereas, like, yeah. at Red Lobster here in southeast Missouri, it's like, okay, I tip out, like, 3%, and I'm still leaving with maybe 9 Just because mm. some people just don't understand it, don't get it. So, yeah. uh, the worst story that I have, though is I'm taking, uh, I'm at, I'm at the table, I'm taking the order and I get to this one guy, I get to the last guy and I ask him for what kind of dressing he wants on his salad. He mm-hmm. says Thousand Island. Oh, I'm so sorry. We're sold out of Thousand Island, but we have like five other types. What can mm-hmm. I get you? You're out of Thousand Island dressing. How the, can you be out of Thousand Island dressing? Do I need to go back there and teach your fucking managers how to place a food order? It's not hard. And he just goes off on me. Whoa. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to go get a manager now because I'm not dealing with this. Yeah, for sure. So he goes out there, he talks to him, he comes back to me, and he's like, okay, he's calmed down, he's fine, uh, if you want to go out there and finish taking the order. And I'm like, no. Yeah, no. Like, I'm not going to be talked to that way, like, I'm not taking that table, like, he should not still be here. This is, a like, we're a family restaurant, and he's dropping F-bombs over salad, salad dressing. dressing. Yeah, <laughs> So insane. one of my friends, who he's like, it's my last day, I'll take him. Like, let me add him. Mm-hmm. which so he took the table it was pretty uneventful other than the time that I, like i overheard them like oh i guess we scared that other waiter off and i could have gotten in trouble th- with this but i didn't really care because i just so i told one of the other servers that was standing there next to the terminal and i said it louder than i needed to but i wanted them to hear me of like i just I, I don't understand what's wrong with people like i feel bad for whatever's going on in his life that he would have to yell at a server over something as minuscule as thousand is thousand island dressing yeah huh. like it's really just kind of pathetic and they all just kind of like turned and glanced at me and just like, okay, well, no, we're just gonna, huh. but it's, it's, it's stuff like that. Oh, also, yeah. uh, for anyone listening, Endless Shrimp is wonderful and it's like, I would lo- I love to go to it and enjoy it, but it is an absolute nightmare for every single person working in that restaurant. It it's is just probably like nonstop, right? It's nonstop. Like yeah. the kitchen gets super backed up, refills get dropped, like or they get lost, and it's just mm-hmm. and it's also like when you're waiting tables, 
you have to be able to turn tables quickly. You need to get the next people in so you can get more tips because yeah, you're yeah. making like three seventy five an hour. Uh-huh. Like my checks were either voided out because they took too much taxes out and I didn't have any yeah. enough left over or it would be like upwards of three dollars. So they would. uh So but with endless shrimp, like people are just there and they stay because mm-hmm. they want to try to see how much they can eat at once. And it's just oh, it's a it's a bad time for everybody involved. Yeah. Uh, was it this past PAX East? I think it was two years ago in Boston. Um, a group of best friends, we went to a, uh, TGI Fridays and we got the, uh, endless mozzarella sticks Mm -hmm. and, but like not just one person, I think everyone at the table, Mm -hmm. because we were trying, I think we were trying to do like a competition, like Zyger and and Kaylee, uh, were there trying to do it. They were like the main ones. They were like, yeah, let's see if we can keep up. (laughs) Uh, I think after the second order, they just stopped bringing us mozzarella sticks. Right. Or like, or or like, they came out and they were still like kind of frozen, like they couldn't keep up. Yeah, like it, I don't think I ever even got my order. Like it was one of those things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm I'm shocked that they even offer like endless things in general. So years ago, before I started there, they did an endless crab legs promotion. Oh boy! <laughs> but what people ended up doing is so like you know when you have you have like the claw of a crab. Which it's gonna it's kind of like a hand, and you have the the actual claw is the big one, and then the fingers or the legs get progressively smaller. People would only eat like the first three, or maybe even the first two, and then throw the rest away because it wasn't worth breaking them open to get to the meat. And so then they would order a whole new one with still crab. the The company lost so much money; they ended up firing the person that like came up with that promotion because it yeah, was such a nightmare imagine. for them. Yeah. Oh man. Um, so yeah, you 12 years of, uh, Red Lobster, mm-hmm. and then you said big boy job. Yep. Uh, we don't have to get too into it, but you mentioned it's a government job. Yep. Yeah. How'd local, you f- local government. Okay. How'd you, how'd you, uh, find that? Uh, so actually my friend works IT. Okay. And he knew I was desperate to get out of the service industry. Uh, mm-hmm. so he, there was an opening that came up. Uh, so he told, he actually called me on my birthday and he's like, Hey, Go to the website, submit your submit your resume, but then call this phone number and talk to the person who is actually doing the hiring. And you know she knows you're going to call, so just introduce yourself, tell tell her who you are, and yeah. uh, that'll get the ball rolling. Uh, then I had my uh, he brought me into the office I would be working, uh, introduced me around to kind of make sure that I wasn't you know a psychopath or yeah complete and total weirdo that i wouldn't Uh like immediately not get along with someone there in the office and that went well and then they called me in for my actual formal interview which she essentially started it with like well you know i did i talked to your current manager who said that you know you're very very trustworthy and you know she doesn't want to tell me how good you are because she wants to keep you but Mm -hmm. it was like sweet so she's like yeah you pretty much just have the job but we're going to talk a little bit and i was like awesome so and it's been I try to keep it for I try to keep it as like a second job just to get cash because going yeah. from just like cash in hand at the end of every night or like mm, I I want to go do this thing so but I I am a little short on cash oh I'll pick up an yeah. extra shift and there it is to like now I'm being paid every two weeks and there's nothing else that was an adjustment oh I'm sure to get, to get used to that so uh, but I didn't I didn't keep it up that long because it just it wasn't worth the like I'd work on Sundays and I the last day that I worked. I was like, I've been here for four hours and I'm leaving with fifteen dollars. So yeah, it's just not this worth isn't worth my point. day. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, 
And, and so in the meantime, when you're not working for that government job, which, by the way, is that what you went to uh, school for? I should ask you that. Earlier. No, no, I actually okay. got my I got my degree in uh, criminal justice. Oh, nice. Okay. I wanted to do I was my goal was to do probation and parole mm-hmm. uh, and then just slowly, especially like my last year and like after graduation, especially like just learning how fundamentally broken the American criminal justice system is and like knowing that there's nothing I would be able to do to fix that just because it's so wildly like, especially like recovery programs like that. They're Mm -hmm. just so underfunded. They, they can't hire anybody. So someone gets, someone gets the job and they hold on to it forever because it is a good job to have. Mm -hmm. But instead of having, you know, the six to eight people that you're most effective for a probation officer, they have like 15 Mm. and it's just it's it's rough so that was kind of very disheartening so i kind of fell back into into service and stayed there until trying to find something that fit and then this was literally like gifted to me i'm so crazy lucky in that yeah yeah that's awesome though um when you're not working at your local government uh you are the five-star man yes you work in indie wrestling which is crazy Uh, (laughs) how did you land into that uh field i guess so this was it, it was entirely through the podcast that we do uh, we, my friends started a podcast that was kind of, uh, uh, he had one that was dedicated to wrestling, pro wrestling unscripted, which is the one that we still do now. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Uh, and then eventually like, so they started it on their own and I was friends with them. And then at a certain point he asked me to all, uh, be like kind of a fill in cause someone couldn't record. So I stepped in cause they knew I'm like, I'm knowledgeable and things like that. Yeah. So I filled in with them and then every once in a while, like if someone was going to be out of town or they couldn't make the normal recording time, they would bring me on as an alternate and then uh, casting things kind of changed and moved around. So then I became a permanent co-host of the show, Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. and then it evolved into what it is now where it's Shannon who started the whole Podzilla 1985 uh, network, we call it, even though it's all just like it's one RSS feed. We just upload multiple shows a week. Mm hmm. He started it, and then it was me, our friend uh, Allie, and then I brought we I introduced my friend Dalton into the group. So that's what the core is now. And then, so we had we'd been doing this for probably a year or two at this point mm-hmm. under this new that cast of Pro Wrestling Unscripted, and then a independent wrestling company announced that they were going to start running shows in Cape Girardeau, and it was just like, well, holy crap, that's amazing. I hadn't even been to like an indie. I haven't been to something like a ring of honor before. So I'd never been to an indie show. So Mm -hmm. I was really excited to check it out. Their first show I had to miss because I couldn't get off work. Ah. So I was super bummed, but Shannon and Allie and our friend Tanner went, had a great time. Like there were the, you know, sexy Sarge O'Reilly. Like, you're not going to believe this guy. You have to come (laughs) to the next one. Farmer Billy Hills. Like it's amazing. So we went to the second one and from there we didn't miss a show. Mm-hmm. and after a little and then we but we would always promote it on our podcast too because if there's an independent company opening in literally in our backyard of course we want yeah. to talk about it and we want to promote it because we want it to be as successful as possible absolutely so from there uh, some of the stuff that we shared got to the people in charge of it and then we ended up having brandon barbwire who was the champion at the time we met him and had him on the show and we did like an exclusive interview that we posted mm-hmm. And we just kind of slowly did more and more stuff with them until they decided that they wanted to do a, uh, they wanted to start filming the shows and doing commentary. So they asked us if we wanted to be the commentary team. 
Yeah. So what we did is we they filmed the shows. Allie and our friend Mandy did. They f- would film the shows. We had the footage. And then we would get together where we record the podcast. We would watch the footage and then record commentary after the fact. Which I'm guessing as a lifelong wrestling fan is probably such a joy for you it to be a- able to do that. Oh, it was amazing. Like, this is literally, yeah. like, what I've dreamed of doing. Like, this is... Yeah crazy to be any part of involved in the wrestling business so we and then we slowly we started to film like backstage interviews with them uh where we would you know we'll just ask the wrestlers questions and sometimes we'll be able to put them up like there in the arena for people to see but then that like didn't work out as great so we ended up doing there's a youtube series now uh ccw chaos which is our main one um we're like super far behind on getting the shows up from this mm-hmm. last year, but we're actually about to have our first show this Saturday on the 25th. So our first show of the year. And I think we're going to really kind of relaunch on that. So, cause now nice. we've moved to, so it went from the four of us were just doing like interviews and doing pre-recorded commentary to where now. So Shannon eventually became our ring announcer for CCW. Oh, wow. Dalton began to actually train to wrestle and is now like wrestling and he's been to Tennessee and Illinois and Indiana and that's awesome. We just had a, a show in Arkansas last weekend. So he's wrestling. Allie's still filming. Mandy's still filming. Uh, Allie, and Allie and myself will do backstage interviews. I'm doing live commentary now. So we actually have a table set up. We have our recording equipment ready to go. Mm-hmm. So now I can react live to what's happening instead of not only have I already seen it because I was at the show. Yeah. But it's after the fact, so you lose that. It's like when you play a wrestling game, and you can tell the commentary on that, like they're in a sound booth. Absolutely. And it's just, it truly is impossible to capture that Mm -hmm. energy and that feel of being in a wrestling show. Yeah, what's that like being on the other side of the curtain? Uh, Like, you, you watch wrestling as a product, WWF, WCW, WWE, Ring of Honor, like you said, and now you're like part of an indie wrestling uh, promotion and you get to be like backstage and, and see how it how the shows come together like what's that like it's really cool because like we've been very lucky like at ccw uh everyone that we have in the locker room like wants to be there and they they're everyone's been like really really cool to us we've had such bad imposter syndrome which we still do oh, like and i know you talked sure. to, to blessing about it uh yeah. on his episode but like that idea of it's like okay so who are these podcast nerds why are they back here yeah. And there's been people that have like they've started in the wrestling business after we have technically because now we've been doing this for a couple years That's and crazy. we still feel like, OK, well, we have something that we have to prove ourselves yeah. to prove that. No, yeah, we're supposed to be here. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's like w- most everyone we've met has been very, very cool, very, very welcoming, super helpful. Mm-hmm. And it's like and I don't know, it's just it's really neat. It's also way more stressful than mm-hmm. you would think, because like that card subject to change that they always throw out there is insane, especially at the independent level of just like, Oh yeah, this person couldn't get their flight. They didn't get their in Missouri. We have an athletic commission. So they treat professional wrestling like an MMA sport. So you have to have your blood work. You have to have Mm -hmm. like a physical, you actually have to have a wrestling license. Wow. And if you don't get all of that, then if you like, if I was a wrestler and I showed up and was like, I don't have my blood work in. And they still try to put me in the ring and have a match. We have someone from the Missouri Athletic Commission there who will just shut down the show. Damn. So it's like it's way more professional than I thought it was going to be. Like yeah. it's, but at the same time, it is very, you know, fly at the seam of your pants. Sure. 
type atmosphere. So it's super That's stressful. Cool. It's super hectic, but it's a ton of fun. And yeah. like, there are times that I absolutely miss like being front row and just like seeing everything, but also like being able to do commentary and like help them tell their story that they want to tell is great. And I, and I really, really enjoy it. Especially now that like, I get to call matches that Dalton's doing. Shannon has since gone from ring announcing to he's the biggest heel we have in the company. Cause he, he became, he actually, the way Dalton got introduced as a character at CCW is one of the guys who's been, he's been wrestling for 18 years. Austin Lane, the best of the best he has been so great to us. Uh, he reached across the aisle and slapped Dalton in the face Oh man! because he turned okay. heel because he wasn't getting the respect he deserved from the fans. And that's what led to eventually Dalton and Austin had a match. And that was mm-hmm. Dalton's first match at CCW during the match. Shannon turned on Dalton and then started to manage Austin Lane, went on to like that's form awesome. this huge stable. And that's like the story that we're in the middle of right now. That's so, crazy. And that's so getting, awesome. getting to call my friends doing this is just mm-hmm. awesome. I mentioned the energy of, of being there live and being a part of the show is probably bananas. Oh yeah. It's great. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, from a wrestling standpoint, any, uh, any wrestlers that are there that we should keep an eye on for the wrestling fans out there? Uh, I mean, there's so many, I know mm-hmm. right now our CCW champion, uh, Otis Crowley is trying to go more places. He's trying to, he's trying to expand his brother. Jackson is the former CCW champion. That's like a big story point right now. Both of them, the Crowley brothers, they have such a cool gimmick, uh, and an energy about them. Like they have mm-hmm. a presence, uh, they're really great. And I'm trying to think of, we've had Blake Christian. Uh, you might've seen his name pop up. He's doing stuff with GCW. He's kind of got like a Twitter thing going with Will Ospreay. He's incredible. He had a great match with Austin Lane and Ace Hawkins this past year. We have there, cause a lot of our guys don't really travel a whole lot. They kind of like, this is their chance to really go out, put on a show. They do it once yeah. a month. They don't need to mm-hmm. go. So I'm trying to like, so I mean like the CCW shows, like you can go and be- watch back episodes of chaos on the YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. And you know, you, so you can watch a lot of the guys that I'm talking about here uh, on that, which is, you know, super cool. Like sometimes I'll just go back. I mute it because I hate the sound of my own voice. Oh yeah. I think we all <laughs> do. Whoever like creates content. I think I, I, I don't know if you ever get over it, but like me trying to listen to the first episodes of this show, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. I just, I just, I can't do it. First of all, like I'm learning the ropes. Second of all, I hate my voice. So like, I, I, I'm with you. I would mute it. Yeah. So I, and then I'll just like rewatch the matches and be like, yeah, that was super, that's, that's super cool. Cause like, we've got some really, really talented people and it's like, on the one hand, selfishly, like I'm glad they don't go other places Yeah. Uh, because it means we get to keep them. But then on the other hand, it's just kind of like, man, they could like, if they've really started to like travel out, which a lot of the guys that we have, they've been doing this for a while. Like we don't have a lot of like, uh, newer people uh we have some and like they are the ones that tend to travel more like joey o'reilly uh we've had him several times he's been on he was actually just recently on raw uh two weeks ago i think it was two weeks ago uh he got squashed by eric rowan as like the local enhancement talent oh nice okay um joey o'reilly is great uh last week's or just past raw where that the guy that alistair black kicked his head off of uh, his name's mm-hmm. The Infinite. We've had him a couple times. I've met him out in Kansas City. Like he's, oh, nice. I think he's got a lot of really great potential. Um, another Kansas City guy, Calvin Aldridge. Uh, I think if he if he starts to like spread out and go more places, he'll do really really well. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, there's a, and then like just this area too is brimming with talent. Between this Kansas City scene, the St. Louis scene, even up in Chicago, like there is 
this is the best time in the world to be a wrestling yeah. fan. Uh, so uh, my apologies to you, Asa. If it seems things seemed weird, like my monitor just went black for some. Oh reason. no, I've, I'm having to remove, remember to move my mouse too because oh, mine okay. has, mine's gone off a couple times. Too. No, like my monitor completely just turned off. I had to turn it back oh, on. Oh. I don't know why. That's weird. <laughs> uh, but anyways, um, let's get into before we get into what you're into. It kind of like mixes in here. How'd you get the Twitter handle of the five star man? So that comes from Shannon, Mister, who is Mister One Hundred. Uh, be, uh, which right. that's his wrestling persona, but that's his nickname. And we wanted to do a show that we had, a sh- we wanted to do kind of like a discussion show where it was just like the two of us just kind of BSing with mm-hmm. each other. And there was, a, we're both huge fans of it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, great show. And the episode where the gang, uh, it's not, I don't think it's the gang goes, tries group dating. Okay. But it's, but it's the episode where they find out that, you can actually rate the people you're dating. There's an mm. app that you can uh, like rankers or I think is what it's called. Uh-huh. And Dennis loses his mind because he's a five star man. I'm a five star man. <laughs> if you if you had to rate me, like don't you don't have to, but like if you were to rate me, mm-hmm. would you rate me five stars or would you be a liar? Because Dennis is just <laughs> the perfect sociopath and it's amazing. And for whatever reason, like he really wanted me to see that episode. Uh, and then, so he's the one that gave me that nickname of the five star man. And it's the best nickname I've ever had. Uh, yeah. Because everything else has been really, really like generic, like Asa spades because Asa and spades, it goes together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's where I got that. And we just kind of, so the show that we do together is Mr. 100 and the five star man. That's awesome. Cause it just like, it goes together. And he, yeah. he originally took the Mr. 100 moniker as like a joke, kind of making fun of it, but it just, it stuck with him. Yeah. And it's also such a good like wrestling. Yeah, it sounds very moniker. It, so, it sounds very old school. Yeah. Very 80s WWF kind of thing, mm-hmm. which is awesome. That's cool. Um so yeah, let's get into what are you into besides wrestling, besides uh knowing the red lobster menu from front to back probably. <laughs> oh, uh, not anymore. Oh, not, not anymore. anymore. <laughs> My um, last day I was literally like I went in and I was like they did a huge menu update and I was like I don't know any of this. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, what what else are you into? What do you do for fun? Uh, I mean, comic books, video games, like super nerd stuff. All the stuff yeah, that yeah. I loved when I was ten, I never grew out of. Mm-hmm. So you know, they say they do that you would because so it's you know it's pro wrestling. Uh, right now, I'm really big on the Batman run with James Tin in the fourth, starting okay. taking over the run from Tom King. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jonathan Hickman has the the Dawn of X stuff going on right now for Marvel. So I'm trying to to read as much as possible. Uh, I'm currently there's a couple games that I'm trying to play through, but I just keep going back to Call of Duty, the new okay. uh, Modern Warfare, because that's just nice. it's a ridiculous amount of fun, and I'm so close to getting gold on another gun, and it's mm. it's like oh well, I can't. I mean I could I have this limited amount of time to play, but mm-hmm. Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah, I, I I've missed I've not missed I've skipped out on the last couple of years of Call of Duty. I just mm-hmm. I haven't had the pull of. Of going back. If it wasn't for the fact that, like, we tend to play together as a, as a group, uh, like our friend group, I probably yeah. wouldn't have gotten as into it. But, like, this is the one, this Modern Warfare is the one that we've gotten into easily the most since probably Black Ops 3. Nice. Okay. And we've played almost every generation. Like, if we haven't played every generation, it's been damn close. Yeah. Um, what other than uh, other than like first person shooters with Call of Duty? What's your other kind of go to with uh, with video games? Man, I tried to like I just 
two not too long ago i beat star wars fallen uh jedi fallen nice. order uh i like those third person kind of action adventure yeah, style games yeah. like i've missed out on uncharted so I, i'd like okay. that the uncharted collection is there just mocking me waiting for me to try it yeah um do i it. got the i got the platinum of control sweet uh, which like that that ended up being my game of the year for last Same. year i've been uh, saying it loud and loud and proud whenever i can yeah it's it, so good it it caught me so off guard and it hit mm-hmm. me in such like that creepy spooky atmosphere and just games with collectibles like that i typically don't even read i just skip through and try yeah. to find them because i want to complete it yeah but this is one like i read every single thing mm-hmm. and it was so good mm-hmm. like trying to find all of the threshold kids videos oh my god because so those were so creepy they're so weird so creepy uh, it but also I'm, gave me a lot of fringe vibes i was a big yeah. fringe tv show fan and this just screamed uh that kind of uh absurd weird kind of like sciencey stuff like mm-hmm. monster alien things like it was very very fun have you seen i'm gonna get the acronym wrong but it's like spc spc i think i've heard of it's like oh. this huge it's it's almost like and i think there are ones that control directly uh i'm trying to like google the creepypasta SPC. because it's like oh scp the scp foundation is a fictional organization documented by the web-based collective or collaborative fiction project of the same name so what it is is it's like this you can go online and there's all these like supernatural uh things and items that have you know it's boxing gloves that they'll kill you they'll kill whoever you punch and you can't take them off and you know the the phone that will teleport you and stuff like that and Mm -hmm. it's all these containment protocols and some of the stuff's redacted but it's all like fan uploaded stuff but it's treated like it's legit like it's this oh you found this this secret government database that you weren't supposed to get to and it's it's super cool. cool yeah yeah, That's the SCP awesome. Foundation. It's it's really really cool, and it 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 gave me those vibes like super hardcore, and I was just like, yeah. yes, this is really really neat. That's what I want from the DLC. I want more of just like give me some random objects that do yeah. these weird things. Like I want more of that in in my DLC. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be super super fun. Um, now that we're into the show proper, and I'm getting mm-hmm. my footing after weeks of recording um <laughs> it's time for you to give us one thing that you believe people should watch listen read or play so what do you got for us so i got i'm, I'm gonna start with like a real brief one because because yeah. it, it's just kind of cheating a little bit because i brought two that's fair. um the first one is it's james tinnan the fourth has a horror comic that's ongoing okay. right now and it's called something is killing the children oh boy that sounds scary it it is um <laughs> it's uh the, there's this small town and there are just this number of gruesome murders and child disappearances oh boy. and then this mysterious woman kind of appears and says that she's going to help clear things up but no one knows who she is there's this one kid like one kid has gotten away and mm-hmm. so they all assume that he's like he killed all of his friends like he survived an attack and so she finds him and it's just it's on issue I think issue, there are four issues out now. The first issue is up to its like sixth printing or something mm, ridiculous okay. like that. Yeah. But it's incredible. It's my it's my favorite comic book going, and he is my favorite comic author right now. That's so awesome. So I'm I'm loving it. it. It's creepy. It's dark, and like this last issue. And every time I'm really mad that I'm reading it as an ongoing because the next issue comes out, I read it immediately, and I'm like, wait, I have to wait. I hate this. I don't want to yeah. wait. And it's not like a TV show where you get another episode in a week. Like it's another month until the next issue comes out. 
And honestly, like, not to get off track here, but I think that's my biggest issue with, like, Disney Plus right now. I think that's the reason why I wasn't so far into The Mandalorian, because I wanted to watch it immediately afterwards, like, the next episode. Oh, like, yeah. Like, the week-to-week thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, it makes sense. It, it makes the, the viewer come back every single week. But, man, Netflix has spoiled us so bad. Mm-hmm. And I just want everything as one big binge so that way I can consume it all and not feel like I've lost momentum. I get that. But then yeah. you also have the whole, like, whenever the last season of, you know, one of the Marvel shows comes out. And it's like, okay, I'm terrible about remembering how many episodes of something I've watched. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, okay, uh, I don't know how to ask you how far in you've gotten. Because I can't fair. be like, so have you seen... If I say this name, does that mean anything to you? <laughs> and it's totally just like, fair. oh yeah, that he died, and it's like, wait, he did. Wait, what? <laughs> oh no, we just introduced him, and he was cool. Like, and it's yeah, yeah, yeah. run into stuff like that. Which that's I fair. mean, I'm an idiot, so that's the kind of stuff that I run into <laughs> because it's just like I could just say I finished episode four, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but nah, that's too easy. Um, but the main one that I think everybody should be watching is independent wrestling as a whole. Like, I could talk about wrestling all day, um, I, but I know you've had, like, several people on already that yeah. uh, have talked about it, and I don't I don't want to help uh, make you turn this into a p- pro wrestling podcast, because <laughs> sure. that's a pretty, it's a niche market, yeah, but yeah, I will yeah. say that independent pro wrestling is incredible, mm-hmm. and I'm willing to bet that whoever is listening to this, there is a company somewhere within driving distance for you to check out. Yeah. Whether it's something, you know, bigger, like we have, like, the CCW is a bit of a smaller company, Whereas up in St. Louis, there's a couple bigger ones called um, Glory Pro and Journey, uh, no, Journey's in Kansas City, uh, St. Louis Anarchy. Mm-hmm. And then we have Journey Pro in Kansas City. My friends just start, they had their first show of Royal Alliance Wrestling out in Kansas City as well, a bit of a smaller show. But if you go to, especially if you're a wrestling fan, because if you go to these independent shows, you could potentially be seeing the people that in three years, in two years, in a year, in six months, depending on how quickly they hit, yeah. uh, they could be, like, the person sitting front row in NXT TakeOver. Yeah. Of just, like, the big reveal, like, holy crap, I can't believe we got him. Mm-hmm. Or someone that goes to Ring of Honor, like, uh, our CCW champion for most of last year was Marco Stunt. Oh, nice. Who just yeah. was across the ring from Chris Jericho last night. Like, yeah. he signed to AEW. Like, I was so proud of him. Um, but it's... The energy of it is incredible because a lot of the time these are these are men and women and people that are going out there busting their ass because they love wrestling. Yeah. And the interactiveness, the the way that especially if you can get like front row at one of those shows, you know, if you talk smack to a heel, they're just going to instead of like WWE, you can hear people when the uh, audiences are mic'd yeah. like and they'll yell stuff out. And very rarely do you get a response. Like, sometimes yeah. you get the wonderful, I hate you, Batista. I hate you, too. Like, you get stuff like that every It doesn't time. always happen like Greg Miller at Survivor Series. When he yeah, exactly. Brought. It's not always <laughs> like that. But it's, uh, it, but you could, but you do get a level of interaction with the wrestlers. And it's, it's so much fun. Like, that's what really hooked us was, you know, calling out the heels for cheating and, you know, mm-hmm. cheering on the baby faces. And it's, mm-hmm. it, it's so much fun. And you never know who you're going to see. Uh, you never know who... You know, this is the, you know, you can see someone progress. You can see someone finally get their shot and impress somebody. And then they move on to the next one. Uh, And if you, if there is somewhere, because there, you know, I know there's, I said there's probably somewhere within driving distance. There may not be, 
but you get there's websites and apps like fight tv like Indo, uh, independent wrestling.tv powerbomb tv that you can buy these subscriptions and you can see stuff from like you know black label pro or you know if if some like you you're in new york yeah. like if you wanted to check out uh a glory pro show mm-hmm. you can go to independent wrestling i think i think that's the one that they're through i think say i know st louis anarchy is through them but like mm-hmm. you could check out like jeremy wyatt between kansas city and st louis is one of the best heels i've ever seen yeah just like the crowds hate him and he's a fantastic wrestler too mm-hmm. so it's just like there's ways that you can check out stuff where we're not in the days of having to trade tapes and yeah yeah and try to torrent clips from youtube uh-huh. and stuff like that there's there's just it's such a great time to be a wrestling fan and there's no better way to try to like get into it because with pro wrestling when it's good it's better than anything else absolutely like there's there's just nothing better than it that said when it's bad it's real bad <laughs> there's nothing worse than it like yeah. it can be the absolute just the absolute worst yeah and i can i can name a couple things that are going on right now like wwe that i can't stand but i will not do that right now because we could probably fill two hours of it i was gonna say like we'll talk after the show after (laughs) we're done recording we'll bash the rusev and lashley thank Uh, you that's exactly (laughs) what i was yeah no thank you um but yeah actually like that's one thing i wanted to do in 2020 i've never been to an indie wrestling show Um, oh you gotta and and i know i see i see signs for it like when i go drive up to the movie theater because i drive 45 minutes to go see movies because that's the best theater around Mm-hmm. Um, and I see little signs when I'm up there and I just, I always think to myself, you know what? I should go like, let me just go. I love wrestling. Let me see what the smaller thing is like. And, uh, I never follow through with that. So one of the things when this new year started, I was like, I've got to go to one. And so one of these days I've got to go. Cause it just sounds like you said, like, it sounds fun. The interactivity of like, I want to yell at a bad guy. Yeah. I, I want the bad guy to yell back at me. Like I want that kind of interaction. <laughs> yeah. It's great. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so since this is best friends talk funny we got to talk about it how'd you get into kind of funny how did it start so i'm i'm one of i'd probably say like i'm on the newer scale of a lot of the people that you've had on Uh um because i was always a fan of uh greg miller's stuff on ign and then like and i knew who like nick and colin and tim were and i liked all their stuff too because like i was like ign was pretty much my primary uh between them and game informer like sure. that's where I would mm-hmm. go to for video game stuff that I would try to follow. Um, but I missed out on beyond cause I just wasn't a huge podcast person at the time I was way into music. And if I had any time to listen to anything, I was going to, I was listening to music. Mm-hmm. So I remember them leaving IGN and being like, that's insane. That's crazy. I can't believe they're going, uh, I'm going to miss them. And I, so I always knew kind of funny was a thing. I just wasn't like, I wasn't there until like, uh, every once in a while, I would try to catch like a, a watch along or some for some big reveal or something like that. But the first thing that I really remember, like, okay, I need to watch the kind of funny stream, is was the Switch reveal. Mm, they yeah. they they did that one, and I was in the chat there, and like I I talked to some of the people, I was like, oh, this is this is awesome. I need to do more of this. And then like I kind of fell off a little bit more because uh, I just didn't have. I usually was at work whenever they yeah. were doing like the morning show stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm as when I consume it when I can because it's hard for me to catch, keep up with everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it's usually at night, at um, like after work because I do work. I'm a substitute teacher, so like I have to, I can't put on the the stream. Mm-hmm. Um, 
while I'm while subbing you're first grade. Yeah, it's yeah. like, that's not going to work. No, they'd I, love KFAF. Oh my god, yeah. It's the best show on the internet. one with Nick doing um, Kylo <laughs> Ren. <laughs> what girl. What girl. Oh. <laughs> but, uh, so it wasn't until uh, Kind of Funny Games Daily and Party Mode hit that I Party was really nice. all in on anything, on everything. Because mm-hmm. it was like, I was looking through... Um, I was looking for just game, random like gameplay videos and the kind of funny ones popped up. It was like, Oh, there's like, there's a handful of episodes as a backlog I can go through. This is awesome. And I loved their stuff. And, and then I saw that kind of funny games daily was starting and that became my go-to like news podcast for video game stuff. And then from there, I kind of, you know, I joined up on the Patreon and I'll, cause like, uh, if you would listen to kind of funny games daily, like I try to put a question in usually about once, or, once or twice a week. Yeah. Uh, I'll submit something when I have time. Cause like now it's even worse. Cause now that I have a desk job, I can't pull up the stream mm-hmm. and like, listen, uh, every once in a while, I'll just pull it up on mute and just kind of talk in the chat with some people. Yeah. Um, but I'm missing like everything on the show and I won't get to listen to it back until, till later on. So, but I was actually really, really happy because I know party mode, it wasn't pulling in the numbers that they wanted. And so they kind of put it on hi- hiatus um, but at the Kansas City meet and greet, I actually got to tell Andy that like that was like between that and Games Daily, like that is what cemented me as no, this is some this is content I want to consume. This is yeah. a community I want to be a part of. That's awesome. And, like, and, like, and I could tell like that meant a lot to him. So yeah. that, that made me really happy. That's awesome. Yeah, I miss Party Mode, but I, I I love what they're going to make it like the evolution of Party Mode. Yeah, like, I think I, yeah. I'm really excited for this 4.0 stuff. Oh yeah. For sure. It's going to be fantastic. Um, so I'm going to ask you, what does it mean uh, for you to be a KFBF? What does that phrase mean, a kind of funny best friend to you? For me, it is just getting to know a lot of like really, really cool people. Because the friends group that I have now is like the people I should have been friends with so much longer. Because mm-hmm. like when I, was, when I was in college, like I couldn't really like get super nerdy with with the friends that i had yeah like they would they would humor me and like they wouldn't tell me like that that's stupid or anything like that but Mm -hmm. they weren't excited about the same things yeah so like now i have this like group of friends that is more like family and it's great and to be able to like spread that out is amazing um like i've already met like chad and holden uh from respawning fire like i've done their show a couple times and uh I met Chad through, he did a squad up request of like looking for guests for their podcast. Oh, nice. And so I, you know, messaged him and we got it. We got the dates worked out and I appeared on them and we like immediately clicked mm-hmm. and became and like became legit friends. So now yeah. we text each other every once in a while. And then it was the same kind of thing. Like I really regret the Kansas city meetup a little bit sure. because I was super shy. Oh yeah. And like, there were so many people there and like, mm-hmm. I was kind of overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. It actually took, my girlfriend Audra to be like, no, like talk to people. Yeah. Let's go and like, okay, get in line to go talk to Kevin. I, and then that, talk that with f- people around. That feeling has still not left me. Uh, mm-hmm. Kind of funny. Life three was my first one. And I've said that on the show before, but like leaving there, I was super bummed out. Cause I felt like I, I sure I, I branched out a little bit and talked to some people I recognized, but mm-hmm. there were still so many more that I wanted to talk to. And yeah, that's part of the reason why I want to do this show. I just try to right those wrongs of getting to know all these different people. And like, you're talking about the world tour meetup, like the New York stop was fucking bananas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was way more people than we were expecting. And 
I just wanted to talk to them all, and I wanted to, like, hang out with the crew, too, but, like, that was impossible. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, I always have that feeling of wanting to step out of my comfort zone more and more every single time it happens. Even with, like, our regular meetups in, in New York City with just the best friends, like, there's always somebody new that I was like, man, I should go talk to them a little bit more after they left. Like, there's right. always a bit of a, of regret, so I feel you on that one. Yeah, and I'm, like, I'm a pretty, like... I, I'm a more like relatively introverted person. Like I get anxious, like in big gatherings and things like that. Mm-hmm. But like once I, it, I have such a low bar. So like once someone engages in even like the basis level of conversation, it's like, Oh, okay, cool. I can actually, this is a person. Of course. Yeah. You're not like some scary monster. I can actually talk to someone. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm bad about that. I know I really, when they, when they announced like the, the, the studio launch party. Yeah. I'm like I would really like to be able to go to that and yeah. just be able to like meet everybody there and you know talk to people there. It's just a matter of just like uh, that's going to be an expensive trip from Missouri. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, th- that's... from Missouri, talking about New York. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I will have to sell a kidney if I have to be able to make it out there. But I, I yeah, I'm, I want to be there so bad. I mean, that's what credit cards are for. Irresponsible spend monster. Like that's <laughs> that's what we've deemed ourselves uh, here. So sure. I make terrible. This computer that I am talking to you on, terrible financial decisions. <laughs> that is totally fair. Yeah. Uh, the, also, the main reason I want to go to is so I can actually meet Tim, because by the time I got around to everybody, like, we had already been, like, almost almost an hour past the what time the meet and greet was supposed to end. Yeah. Um, I had talked to uh, Kevin, Andy, and Greg. Mm-hmm. Nick was just kind of like hanging out at the door because he was exhausted. They had a super sure. long day of panels and things like that. Yeah. He got stood up by Henry Winkler. Yeah. Uh, Damn you, and so sons. I briefly talked to him a little bit. Um, and then Tim still had a little bit of a line. But I was like, man, I don't want to be the reason that they have to stay even later. So I like we were just like, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll just go and then kind of like let things yeah boil down for them mm-hmm. so i felt bad because i didn't actually like get to talk to tim but i did get to talk to everybody else and that's awesome so so that was really cool that was, and that was a great time and it's like i said i just i wish i would have been more been able to come out of my shell more sure yeah i mean it'll happen you'll have another mm-hmm. opportunity to to do that for sure and it's uh, stuff and it's stuff like this too like honestly like i've been like having listened to your stuff like even before i messaged you about coming on like yeah. i'd listened to a couple episodes like i want to get to know kyle yeah, I want, to get to, I want to get to know these guys. Like these guys are cool. Yeah. Like, people do cool stuff, and I For sure. want to know what cool stuff they're doing. Absolutely, yeah, it's awesome. Um, also, like I don't know if you know, but I know it's six hours away. I think, but like, kind of funny. K- Kansas City is a thing now. Yes. Um, so you always got some best friends there that they're going to be doing some stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. So you won't be. You'll have opportunities to get to know some awesome people. If you oh yeah, and I've talked to. Uh, I've briefly talked to like Nate and Cam. Yeah, uh, those guys are awesome. Yeah, like so, it's, like it's those guys, and it's the, and it's one of those things because they both posted about like wanting to you know make appearances on stuff and and things like that, and it's just like I'm still really shy. So like I messaged Cam and I was like, hey, it would be awesome to work together, and then just like that, oh, he's immediately gonna hate me. Everybody's gonna hate me. <laughs> there, like, there's that cool. imposter syndrome. It's yeah, it just broken brain is yeah. great. Oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> But uh, uh, so I look forward to do like being able to do stuff with them, and yeah. uh, like I said, my friend actually started a, a wrestling company up in uh, Kansas City. So I was I was out there not too long ago. It was just a, very much a all right, we're there, we'll go to the show, and then it's like I'm gonna crash and go to the hotel and and sleep. Yeah. So, but I do I want to be able to get out there and like do stuff with that. Like I would love to do a, a Kansas City meetup even. Yeah, that could yeah. be a lot of fun. Uh, February fifteenth, 
if you're listening to this now and it's before then, I know for a fact that they're doing uh, a Sonic movie uh, watch along. Because okay. uh, I, th- I think it's it's right now it's kind of DC, it's us and kind of NYC and kind of funny K- Kansas City. We're all going to go see Sonic at the same day, same time. Kind of like a, a worldwide Sonic gathering. Because the only way I'm watching that movie is with best friends. I can't. Yeah. I'm not going to go by myself to see that abomination. Yeah. That's it, There's just something about there's something about spending money yeah. on it in general. Just feels wrong. Yep. But And I, I want to be able to go to a bar afterwards, drink, and just bash on it. That's what I right. want to do. Yeah, that's, that, that's probably the best part. Yeah. Uh, so now uh, a kind of funny staple was Game Over Greggy Show. Now it's the kind of funny podcast. Um, every guest that comes on the show brings an old topic for us to, to discuss amongst ourselves. So Asa, what is your topic? My topic is what do you want to be when you grow up? Oh, man, I'm still trying to find that answer today. I am too. <laughs> it's great. I mean, real talk, <laughs> preschool, like I, I think we watched the old home video um not that long ago of me in preschool and i was on stage i was like i said i want to be a fireman Mm -hmm. that's like the the typical little kid answer uh when i got older i think an aunt told me like oh yeah you can be a chocolate tester it's like what i can go eat chocolate for a living that's a real thing (laughs) i i don't know if it is but like i believe that for a very long time and then until um actually like up until high school I had a dream of I wanted to be in pro wrestling. I wanted to wrestle. I mm-hmm. wanted to manage. I wanted to do something because it's one of those things like when I would listen to music and I still do it to this day. I was like, will this make a good entrance song? Every time. Where, Every song. Where will the pyro hit? What will the Titan Tron look like? Like I have it all in my head as I'm listening mm-hmm. to every single song where I'm driving in my car. Like, even having daydreams of me being hired by Kind of Funny, I was like, all right, what song am I coming out to? <laughs> What's the stage going to look like? Like, oh, it's infected every ounce of my being when it comes to that. So, yeah, pro wrestling was a a major a thing of what I wanted to be when I grew up. I assume mm-hmm. the same thing for you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I Like, I had, I had storylines I had written yeah. out in my head for, yeah. like, my character and yeah every song trying to pick out like just the right one of just like okay well the lyrics have to match as like, yep. they have to be as cool as the beat and it has to have a strong intro mm-hmm. and yeah because the pyro has to hit here and i come through the curtain here yep. and, yeah. and it's stuff like that and like i've always known like i i am a squishy wuss mm-hmm. i have no i will never be a wrestler like sure. and i'm fine with that yeah but uh i grew up idolizing bobby the brain heenan oh one of the best greatest greatest of all time yep. like i mean paul Heyman is right there but mm-hmm. uh like he's who i wanted to be and so i always wanted to be a manager so then when we got this role as commentary it was kind of like oh, oh yeah bobby the bright like bobby did commentary and he was great at it which i do a very different style like i'm not uh, I don't, i'm very much a face commentator like mm-hmm. i call i i'm there to push the story exactly as they want it told so which i'm fine with and i've actually yeah. started to like I love it. Like I've started to really, really, well, I say started, but like as soon as we started to do it, like something clicked and I was like, Ooh, I really, really enjoy this. Mm-hmm. And then whenever Dalton and Shannon became, cause Shannon is, Shannon is like our Greg. Like sure. he's the guy that's, he's, he's our, he's our guy. He's the one that started it. He's the one, he's kind of our leader. And uh, whenever he became an on screen character, he had to step away from commentary. So then I had to step up to be the lead commentator. Mm-hmm. And now that's gone from I was doing commentary with one of the owners of the company 
uh, in a two-man booth when we were doing it live. And then it transitioned into, like, now I've called a couple shows just solo by myself. Wow. Like I had to do, you know, Joey Style style. Damn. Style style. Um, yeah. <laughs> and it's and it's, it's a whole unique challenge. Um, this company, SCCW, we just, uh, they just brought us in uh, on this past Saturday. I did commentary over the loud, like, over the loudspeakers. And I'd never done that before. Oh, wow. So that was, like, that's a new challenge. Yeah. Um, and so I just... I didn't realize that I would love it as much as I do. So like, it's something that, yeah, I would love to do and I would love to go more places and do it and, yeah. you know, try it like that. And even doing like, I've done ring announcing a couple times and mm-hmm. like, that's actually been a lot of fun, even though yeah. I don't think I have a great voice for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still like, I enjoyed it and I've gotten some pretty good feedback on it too, nice. which, which is always nice to hear. Yeah. So uh, anything else like when you're growing up that you wanted to be other than like be a manager, like Bobby the brain. Like, I I can't really remember ever having, yeah. like, that astronaut, fireman, policeman, like, anything like that. Like, it's always... I know I've always wanted to do something... I always wanted to do something like that, like, on yeah. TV yeah. or, you know, before. And now that I've realized, like, oh, you could actually, you know, d- doing... Being a content creator, like, something like that, like, is... Like, now it's like, man, if there is a way that I could turn that into a living... Yeah. That, that's the dream. Absolutely. Like, to be able to... To be able to talk about pro wrestling and video games yeah. and comic books and, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, absolutely sign me up. Because we do, like, our show, we do four shows a week. So, and I'm on three of them. Yeah. So we do, like, the nerdy show the near, where we talk about, like, news stuff on uh, for, like, comics and games and things like that on Monday. Tuesday, it's the general discussion show. Wednesday, we do pro wrestling unscripted. And then Thursday is another general discussion show just with a different, like, chunk of the cast. Mm-hmm like different representation yeah and so it's just like i love doing that it leaves me with very little free time oh yeah i know the hustle (laughs) i know the hustle i do way too much but yeah i'm with you like it's once i started doing the podcast and like doing just community stuff with kind of nyc like i've had that bug in me where yeah a lot of my free time is gone it's just gone Mm -hmm. but i have a blast doing it so i i don't see myself ever stopping unless like i'm Unless something happens where I'm like, I'm forced to stop. Like I have a, I finally get a job that is like super demanding and I just don't have the energy to do it, which I think, I hope that'll never happen. But yeah. Yeah. Having a cushy desk job is nice for that. Like if I had, if I, if I was, you know, working doubles at Red Lobster, like yeah. there's no way I could keep it Absolutely. up. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I can't begin to tell you how many times in the last week I've come home and just sat on the couch and fallen asleep until four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> like yep. it just, there's nothing I can do. I want to play games. I want to watch movies. I want to watch wrestling. None of this happens. <laughs> we get like, all right, we're done. Act- we're actually done kind of early. It's only like nine o'clock. I'm going to swing by Taco Bell. I'm going to get some dinner. And then that'll give me like a solid, I'll still have like an hour to be able to get caught up on comics or read. Yeah. And then I fall asleep with a chalupa in my hand. Yeah. And... <laughs> I'm trying to think of, of other things that I wanted to be. Um, there was a brief time I wanted to be in the NBA because I played basketball pretty hardcore when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with baseball. Like I, I think every kid that plays a sport when they're younger has that kind of same aspirations. You, yeah, you want to go pro. Yeah, which is so silly to think about how little amount of the kids that actually play sports when they're younger actually make it. It just it's astronomical. Um, but you don't really think of that when you're young you're just like yeah i mm-hmm. i i see uh um 
oh my god, Ty Wigginton, third baseman for the New York Mets. Like, I see you. I can be that when I'm young, older. Like, <laughs> I see that. Uh, but nope, didn't happen. I think the other I... thing in high school was um, I took a, a, um, a video game graphics class. It was like uh, creating like 3D environments and stuff. Okay. And I was like, oh yeah, I would really love to like make video games because I had a great time doing that. And then that program got cut, or it, it or I wasn't allowed to take it anymore. It was something weird, and that just kind of like fell to the wayside, which is mm-hmm. which is odd. Which is why I think I'm coming back to like I want to work in content creating and video games and talk about them. Like it's always been a passion of mine, and mm-hmm. now I'm finally finding a way that I can actually kind of do it and i just gotta keep working on it but yeah right yeah i did i do remember that and i think it was seventh grade i wanted to be a truck driver like a long-haul trucker because my teacher i think it was i think it was seventh grade i can't remember uh but one of my teacher's like husbands was a truck driver and she talked about like no he's got you know he's got freedom he's got he like she was just listing all of the pros mm-hmm. and i remember telling my mom it's like i think it would be cool to be a truck driver and she was like you are not going to be a truck yeah. driver absolutely like no that's you there there's a lot more to that than you think there is right yeah. now <laughs> yeah like we uh one of the, my closest friends in this community jordan um 32 bit player I had on the show he's a driver and like mm-hmm. i can't i can't imagine doing that for hours and then like he would talk about like driving back and forth to the airport like multiple times during the day or like long distances at a time like i can't do that mm-hmm. me, me driving to that movie theater 45 minutes away like that's a lot like i drove up to college <laughs> six hours away when i was doing that like those wipe me out i can't imagine doing it like every every day like right. that's a lot yeah when you look at like the wwe schedule oh, yeah. of it's just like okay we drove for six hours, yep. we wrestled, and now we're going to drive for another five yep. to get to the next hotel to wake up in the morning and start all over again. Oh, man. That, I think, would be a little bit different because I would travel with somebody else. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, doing like... it solo would be a nightmare. Yeah. And also, you know, if you're getting paid like six figures, exactly. that takes the sting. That you get, and then you get reimbursed for certain <laughs> stuff. Like, that takes the sting off of it a little bit. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, that's what I wanted to be when I, I grew, grew up or want to be currently as mm-hmm. I continue growing. Right. Um, any others that you can think of? Not really. Like that was the only one. And I think, it, I think the only reason that that one really sticks out is because like, we actually had a com- I actually had a conversation about it with my mom. Yeah. Like where she had to be like, no, there's, <laughs> there's other parts. Like there, it's not just this great thing. Yeah. Um, I, I'm trying to think, like, I really don't, it was mostly just like, I, I want to do something like if man, if I, the dream of like being able to do something in wrestling, mm-hmm. like on that national level. Yeah. Like would be amazing uh and then acting too i always thought like acting looked like it would be a fun job yeah and again it's before you actually realize like the amount of yes you have to do this scene 50 times the exact same way every single time and my thing like, would you know, be it... remembering the script yeah I, I i have a bad memory like i, I do too it's it sucks i i <laughs> like when i'm doing the the trophy room the, our playstation show like it was me trying to think of events of like some of my favorite games it's been so long it's mm-hmm. kind of hard for me to place certain things that happen in those games or like the character names and stuff it's embarrassing i, pr- no, I promise everyone i've played those games i love those games i just can't <laughs> recall it it's I, it's a block in my brain i don't know what it is 
No, I'm right there with you. Yeah. I'm the exact same way. I my my memory is garbage. Yeah. Uh, but especially when it comes to, like dates and stuff like that like it's it's listening to kind of funny games daily and hear them talk about like oh yeah no that was announced at e3 2016 and then it came out in 2017 and i'm like i would know i see i'm actually pretty good with dates like i can i can't do that i can vaguely remember like when a game gets announced on what stage and what year type of thing but like the I, the month I, it gets released no no <laughs> I'm also to like, so you know how some people are really, really good with faces yeah. and then other people like they will never forget a name. Yeah. I'm a really interesting combination of both in that I will forget what someone looks like and then also forget their name. Okay. <laughs> and it's just like, it's, it's like, I know, I know who you are. Mm-hmm. Like tomorrow, if you came into my work tomorrow, I would be like, I know this person. <laughs> yeah. But I'm going to cheat and be like, spell your last name for me. And then, oh yeah kyle yeah there okay it there yeah. it's just it's just like oh yeah. i can't I'm... that's fair it's a good play that's a good i've used that play several times myself <laughs> and it's and it's terrible in wrestling too because like in the locker rooms like it's 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 the etiquette is you have to shake everybody's hand mm-hmm. like whether you were there first or you know, like if someone comes in you introduce yourself uh and so i like there's been so many times where it's like oh you were here two months ago but you weren't here last month and we only met in passing because i'm running around trying to like get these interviews done yeah so my go-to now is just like good to see you yeah because it's not good to see you again Uh and it's not nice to meet you but it's you know it's it's there it's cheating so that's my life hack don't be if you ever hear if i ever meet anybody and you hear me say and i say good to see you don't be offended i'm dumb (laughs) like this is all on me i promise that's a good qualifier nice <laughs> um so that's been our old god topic what do you want to be when you grow up uh feel free to tell us what you wanted it to be when you grew up i'm very interested to hear your answers um but now we're on to um the kfbf questions i when i tweet out and i have my guest up i ask for questions for my guests and we have a couple questions for one person uh former guest <laughs> mr jacob mccourt at jacob mccourt on twitter uh, favorite wrestler of 2019. Let's start right there. Who's your favorite wrestler of the last year? This one's hard because I have, again, I'm going to cheat because I'm just non-committal uh-huh. and, and I'm a monster like that. Uh, my, the big, re- the answer that like everybody would recognize, like even if you're as like a casual wrestling fan that you would recognize would be Kofi Kingston. Kofi's awesome. Yeah. Finally getting to see him. Oh win at wrestlemania like i legit like i have my new day blanket nice behind me here i I have goosebumps because i was there uh it was were you really i was there oh we're not friends anymore sorry (laughs) oh i'm so mad uh but like him finally winning and that story that they told was like one of the best things that they've done in so long and and... it was so organic too because that was not supposed to happen and how they turned Daniel Bryan into that gatekeeping role that yeah. he had to overcome at 30. Oh, it's beautiful. It was amazing. So and like it was like you mentioned earlier, when wrestling is good, it's astronomically good. Nothing that is, better. That's perfect. Yeah. Um, so that was that was probably like my favorite moment of the year. And, and Kofi definitely deserved it. Um, but I think my, my favorite wrestler, mostly because like I know him as a friend and seeing how hard he's worked and to finally see and to see him have the success he deserves and also to see him kind of prove a lot of people wrong is Marco stunt. Nice. Uh, he, like he was our champion for the longest time Mm -hmm. at CCW. Uh, like I've done a couple like really fun bits with him for backstage interviews. Uh, and to see him like when, when we found out that he had signed, uh, was incredible and we were so happy for him and so proud of him. 
And then it came to like him on even watching him when he debuted at GCW, when they did the thing where he was pulled out of the crowd Mm -hmm. as like a, a, oh, this guy's just going to destroy a fan. Mm -hmm. But then he hit this like high flying because he's so acrobatic and he's so talented. And like people like he looks like a 12 year old. He's so he's too small. He can't do this. And then to have like, which he still gets a lot of, and a lot of it's like really unfair yeah. of just like, but then, but that's just, you know, the nature of the internet. Yep. That's another thing that I love about, you know, the, the idea behind the kind of funny best friends and the kind of funny community of just like, no, be the silent, like be the not silent majority. Yeah. Like when something's cool, say it's cool and Absolutely. like support people. Absolutely. Um, and so to see like, to see people actively change their mind about Marco because they actually see him work mm-hmm. instead of just what they see him like their first impression as oh he's too short he looks too young like blah 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 whatever uh that's been like one of my favorite things like i could not be happier for him am i insanely jealous absolutely (laughs) uh do i constantly anytime he comes back to ccw for a show like do i constantly just be like so when are you gonna introduce me to cody yeah like get me in get me in man like i you know every single time you want your own AEW uh (laughs) uh, splash image right yeah exactly it's all in the five star man, like no one, and everyone will just be like, "Who? Yeah, what? no, <laughs> that'd be awesome." Um, <laughs> and Jacob's second question is: uh, If you could buy a ticket to any past pay per view slash event, what would it be? So, like, because I saw that he answered this, and I was trying to like not cheat, yeah, to like so I could get like an organic reaction. But I like I I saw the question, I was like, all right, well, don't think about it. But there's so many like. Because, of course, you want to say the first WrestleMania. Sure. Like, you want to say, like, I would, or, or WrestleMania 30 yeah. with Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Like, that would have been an amazing one. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's also, like, the first All Out event uh, up in Chicago. Like, we almost had tickets to the first. Oh, man. That first, um, was it called All In? Yeah, it was the All the In. The first one they... was All In, yeah. Yeah, like, we almost got tickets to that. But, like, he had the tickets in his cart, and then the site did the crash oh, thing, and man. we lost them. That sucks. Yeah, so, like, there's there's those for sure. Um, yeah, my, mine's kind of an easy answer, just because I want to be there for my favorite Mania of all time, which is WrestleMania 19. Mm-hmm. I would love to be there in the crowd for that one, because every match on that card is just killer. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we're speaking, like, non-pay-per-view, like, events... Um, I would love to be in the room for some of these Sony PlayStation E3 shows at conferences. Like, oh yeah, I, I I've had the honor, not the honor, but like the um, it's not even a privilege. Like I I I got a free ticket. It's a, a, a opportunity. There it is, opportunity to go to a movie theater in the city, and they did like PlayStation. They showed the conference in a movie theater. Uh, for E3. Yeah, I think they call it like the PlayStation E3 experience. I also did that with my friend Lee. Yeah. We drove up to St. We drove up to St. Louis and did that because it was the E3 that they like debuted No Man's Sky. And it was just like, this looks incredible. Yeah. And then it came out. It was like, oh yeah. no. <laughs> uh, so like I've gotten to do that and it was super cool being in a room of just like PlayStation fans. Mm-hmm. Um, so like it, there was uh, Sony put out like a super cut of like fans reactions to the the bonkers year of when God of War was announced and Days mm-hmm. Gone and all that stuff. You can see me for a split second in one of those. Uh, oh, nice. reacting to the God of War thing. Um 
And then I was also in the one the year after. Uh, they had us interview at the end. So, like, it was super cool that I'm a part of those things, but I want to be there in the room, like, with gaming industry people. Or the same thing, mm-hmm. like, PSX when they unveiled Last of Us Part Two. Holy hell did I want to be in that room <laughs> when that happened. God, one of the best video game trailers of all time. Um, and, like, I would love to go to, like, some concerts. I would love to see Queen live. I would love that would be amazing. I would love... I still... Foo Fighters is, like, at the top of my list of, like, I need to see them before I die. So, like, Foo Fighters at Wembley. Like, I have the Blu-ray of that show. Like, I that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. There's there's plenty I would, I would want to go to. I think... I, I, I've decided I had to look it up real quick because yeah. I always get the name wrong. But, uh... In Your House, Bad Blood. Oh, nice. Uh, okay. For 97 when Kane debuted. Yeah. Because Kane is the whole reason that I got in... I invested in professional That's wrestling. That's awesome. And he's still, like, to this day, he's... Like, I think Chris Jericho's the greatest of all time. Uh-huh. But Kane is my all-time favorite. That's awesome. Who would, who, who would be your uh, wrestler for 2019? Oh, my wrestler for 2019? Oh, that's tough. Cause, like, it's, it's, a, it's a rough question because, again, there's so much really, really good stuff that yeah. has come out of it. So when I... When I watch wrestling, I, I'm a sucker for, for two things. Um, one, I'm a sucker for big men that can move. As a yep. big man myself, I love to see them just crush the stereotype that big men are slow and not agile and like can mm-hmm. do whatever. So like Kevin So you're Owens, real excited for, for Keith Lee. Oh, I fucking love Keith <laughs> Lee. Um, like Kevin Owens is, is easily a favorite of mine. Like Big E, like all of New Day. Uh, but yeah. I think of last year, and I've said this every single year. Someone's asked me a favorite wrestler. Like it's hard to not pick uh, one of the uh, the women wrestlers in, in WWE. Yeah. They've they've all been killing it. Like again, another show that I was able to go to was Evolution. Like seeing nice. that whole pay per view and the Charlotte and Becky Last Man Standing match was awesome. Mm-hmm. So like Becky is up there. I love Rhea Ripley. I love the Dakota Kai turn. Um, like, that was so good. Oh my god, the, the NXT UK women, Tony Storm, like mm-hmm. there's there's so many uh, fantastic women wrestlers, and those not only are they beautiful, but they are kick ass in the ring. They are given more time to to grow and and to do their own thing. Like I saw the news today that that they dropped the women's part of the NXT yeah. championship, which I think is super cool. I like that they're mm-hmm. doing that. So now it's just. NXT championship the men have an NXT champion and the women have an NXT championship it's no longer just NXT women's champion um, right which is fantastic like yeah they're just awesome I I know it, it's really cool for me to sit down when I do watch and my nieces are around like mm-hmm. they're like oh man there's Bailey like they know Bailey they know Bailey's yeah. song and when I showed them that she turned into a bad guy they were like, no, what are, what's she doing? When she cut down yeah. the wacky, wavy, inflatable arm tube, man. Oh, it's yeah, so good. Yeah, another one of my favorites, Bailey's killing it as a heel. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, it's it's hard to pick just one, but there was a lot of good wrestling last year, for sure. I'm not fully in on AEW, but that's a, that's a conversation for another time. <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> and before we go, Asa, because we're getting there to the end of the episode, I have to hit you with the Makuga Zone. I'm going to put three minutes on the clock. And yes, Josh Makuga, if you are ever listening to an episode, I am ripping off this bit from your show. Please don't hurt me. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to put three minutes on the clock. I'm going to ask you rapid-fire questions from 
elfster.com. These are all icebreaker questions from there. Uh, the first thing that pops in your head to these questions is what you answer. Are you ready? Absolutely. Three, two, one, go. On a scale of one to ten, how good of a driver are you? Eight. At what age do you want to retire? Thirty. Uh, one of my favorite questions: Is it wrong for a vegetarian to eat animal crackers? <gasps> no. A uh, first celebrity crush. Uh, it probably wasn't the first, but Hillary Duff is Lizzie McGuire. Nice. Okay. Uh, favorite junk food. Oreos. Place you most want to travel. Outside the United States. Uh, I've never been outside the United States. Neither have I. Uh, favorite season? Fall. Uh, do you believe in fate? No. Have you ever worn socks with sandals? Yes. Uh, why can't we tickle ourselves? Because we know it's coming. Oh, I like that answer. Uh, if Voldemort offered you a hug, would you accept? Yes. Um, is double dipping at a party ever acceptable? <laughs> I'm saying yes, but there's a qualifier, but it's a one word answer. So What's the, yes. no, go ahead. What's the qualifier? Okay. Because, okay. It depends on who's there. Like if it's close friends that, you know, like I would drink after any of my friends, like okay. anything like that. Right. And everybody has agreed that it's okay. As long as you're not being like gross about it, okay. then yeah, absolutely. But if it is just like, if I showed up at a New York city kind of funny meetup and just start double dipping around a bunch of strangers yeah. no then you're yeah they're a monster there has to be <laughs> rules and a discussion it's fair but it's okay it's fair um would you rather cuddle with a baby panda or a baby penguin penguin uh would you want to live forever no um are reindeers real creatures yes what's the fastest speed you've ever driven in a car over 100 oh man speed demon over here <laughs> Uh, big dogs or small dogs? Big dogs. Godfather or Star Wars? Star Wars. Stale Sour Patch Kids or Fresh Circus Peanuts? Stale Sour Patch Kids. Uh, are rats cute? They can be. Do you know how to salsa dance? Yes. <laughs> oh, there we you. had to do it in high school. Like we had a whole like semester on dancing, oh, really? so I couldn't do it now. But I remember like the basics God, of it. That's like a nightmare for me. Uh, having it's to not be great. Forced to be dancing in high school? No, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, do you believe in love at first sight? Yes. Have you ever slapped someone in the face? Yes. Uh, favorite type of muffin? Blueberry. Uh, from one to ten, how hot do you like your shower water? Seven and a half. Uh, we got about 20 seconds left. Uh, have you ever tasted soap? Yes. Do you currently own any stuffed animals? Yes. Uh, how many? Uh, a couple. Okay. They're like plushies. Uh, climb a mountain or jump from a plane? Jump from a plane. I've been skydiving and I want to go do it again oh, desperately. You are a crazy person. Uh, have you ever seen a kangaroo in person? Yes. And last question. When people stand up for a standing ovation, are you usually one of the early people to stand up or one of the later? It depends what my thoughts are on the performance. Okay. Because if I think they truly deserve it, I'm pretty early. But if it's one of those where I look around and I'm like, well, now I'm going to be the only asshole not standing. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. want to be that guy. Mm-hmm. Then, I'm, then I kind of 
tend to be later. That's totally fair. All right, Asa, you survived the Makuga Zone. Very well done. Um, and we're at the end of our time on this show. Thank you so much for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, I can't wait to check out, uh, uh, oh my God, I'm blanking. Uh, CCW Wrestling, Cape, uh, yes. Cape Championship Wrestling, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. On YouTube. That's going to be awesome. Um, if people want to find you and where they can see some indie wrestling, where can they find you? Uh, the best place for me would be uh, twitter.com slash the five star man with the numeral five uh, instead of it being spelled out. So that's I am pretty active on Twitter. Um, there's also the CCW Twitter is uh, CC wrestling. Uh, CC. Now I'm totally blanking on That's it. That's fine. I helped manage that account. I need to look that <laughs> up real quick. Because it's CC Wrestling 573, I'm pretty sure is what it is. Mm-hmm. I know it's the five star man, which is the number five, because that's I've tried to make all of my now that I'm trying to actually like branch out and do stuff more stuff with like Twitch and things yeah. like that. Uh yeah, CC Wrestling 573. Okay. That is the Cape Championship Wrestling. And then um the the podcast that I'm a, that is way more active and the stuff that we actually do is Podzilla nineteen eighty five. Um, which that's it's podzilla1985 on facebook and twitter and patreon and all of that so um that's actually like what i would like people to check out mostly because you know we talk about you know new stuff and we just kind of bs like the show we're going to do tuesday this coming tuesday of mr 105 star man is we are going to uh determine who has the worst comic book uh villains oh nice like on the big brands like DC, Marvel, and yeah, so like of the, like of the Rogues Gallery, who has the absolute worst? Oh, nice. Which spoiler alert? I'm gonna win <laughs> because who, I have the best answer. Who are you fighting for? Without giving it uh, away, it's the Punisher. He has the worst villains because he has like two that are actually mainstays, but because he just mercs everybody every time. There's just oh, the Kingpin actually has a very trusted, loyal lieutenant that has crossed Frank Castle. <laughs> It's like, well, in six issues, he's going to be a nobody. Mm, that's fair. That's a good. That's a good argument. So that's 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 the one that I'm going to be bringing yeah. to the table, which is going to break Shannon's heart because he loves the Punisher oh, so man. much. But he knows I'm right. <laughs> so he yeah, knows I'm right. Go check that out if you want. If that sounds fun to you, uh, you can find me on Twitter at WhoDatNinja73. You can find this show at BFS Talk Funny. If you like PlayStation, at uh, PS Trophy Room on Twitter and on Bad Bit Games on YouTube. Every week we talk about the PlayStation news you need to know about. Um, kind of NYC on Twitter, kindofnyc.com for our family of podcasts and uh, future meetups. Like I said, February 15th is Sonic. Um, no date or no time for that yet because theaters haven't put them up yet. Um, as well as I think we're going to Sony's doing like a experienced PlayStation thing. Um, so we're going to go there, check out some PSVR, play some games, and then go get drunk and talk about how bad Sonic is afterwards. So if that sounds fun <laughs> and you're in New York City, hit us up. Um, until next time, remember, be kinda to one another. Bye!